Hello and welcome to the Put a Ring on It podcast, a podcast from me, Danielle Fasternak, wedding coordinator of DP Knack Weddings. And me, Daniel Moyer of Daniel Moyer Photography. The Put a Ring on It podcast is for brides, grooms, and anyone planning a wedding who wants insider knowledge, behind the scenes stories, and downright sensible wedding planning advice. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Put a Ring on a Podcast. I'm Dan Moyer. And I'm Danielle Pasternak. Here we are with our second mini episode that was once again inspired by a controversial article floating around the wedding industry about feeding your vendors. Yep, so the article was originally featured on Brides.com. It's since been taken down because it's caused so much controversy. And it was written by a fellow wedding planner, which is, I think, what breaks my heart the most because it just is filled with information that I feel like is a little bit inaccurate and not fair to anybody who's not a wedding planner, <laughs> in, in my opinion. So just to briefly go through it, the article's called, Which Vendors Do You Have to Feed at Your Wedding? Pretty self-explanatory. She kind of breaks it down into, well, is it on the contract? And, you know, who's, how long are they working? And things like that. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about what it means to actually feed your vendor, though that may be self-explanatory as well. <laughs> So what we're talking about is on the wedding day, there is a dinner that happens with your guests, or maybe it's a lunch, depending on what time of day you're having it. But there is a dinner where you sit down and feed all these people. Who do you feed when it comes to your vendors and the pros that are working for you? Who are you responsible for feeding? Who do you ask? Who do you not ask? All of that. Yeah, Danielle, when we first started chatting about this uh, before we started recording, um, you had really laid out like a good set of ground rules. There were three different types of pros on your team, and depending on which category they fall into would really depend on if you feed them or not. Exactly. So I like to break it down, like Dan said, into three different categories. The first one are the people that are just delivering. they probably showing up in jeans and a t-shirt before any guests are even there. They're delivering your cake. They're delivering your flowers. They're delivering your chair rentals, people like that. Second part are the people that are only there for a part of your day. Maybe they're just involved in your ceremony. Maybe they're just involved in your reception. Maybe they're just involved in getting ready. Third part are the people that are there the entire day. So let's start with the people that are just more responsible for the delivering of the things. Yeah, they're not sticking around. They're not sticking around. You don't need to invite your florist to stay for dinner unless you absolutely love your florist, in which case go for it. But in that case, she'd be your guest, not your vendor. For those pros, you don't need to necessarily extend that invitation. It's not expected to you. For the people that are involved just in part of your day, so let's start with the first part of your day. Maybe the people that are doing your hair and makeup. Typically, those pros you don't need to invite to stay because they're done so early in the day. On the other side of things, you have your ceremony. Maybe your officiant, ceremony musicians. In a lot of cases, I always say it's really nice to extend a formal invitation and treat them as a guest after the ceremony's over if their role is done. If they do their thing and they're all done, invite them to the reception, but you would treat them in that case as an actual guest, not necessarily a vendor. For the rest of your day, so for the reception part of things, you have a few different vendors that are just involved for that part. Probably your DJ or a band or maybe a photo booth attendant, people like that. I like to say, offer them a meal. You can usually ask them in advance via email or phone or in your final meeting with them and say, hey, you know, do you want us to include you in the vendor meals? We'd love to feed you. What do you say? Some will say, yes, absolutely. That'd be wonderful. Others say, no, thanks. I eat before I come and then I eat after. So if you really want to check and see who you're responsible for feeding, check your contracts. It'll, it usually outlines it pretty clearly in there. And 
finish this off, the third group of people, those people that I mentioned that are there with you throughout the entire day, your photographers, your videographers, your coordinator, they are there busting butt probably from pretty early on in the morning when you're getting ready until just about the end of the night. So I know, those, I know my wedding days are typically 12 hours or more, mm-hmm, sometimes 16 hours. That's completely normal. And we go, go, go all day long. I know, Dan, you pack your your Uncrustables. I pack <laughs> usually a bar or an apple if I'm feeling really healthy that particular day. And we, we stuff that in our face at some point. Usually we're driving somewhere and then we get to the next location. But And those pros really deserve a meal that either your caterer or your venue is going to provide. And those meals, they're not always the same as your guests. Um, sometimes they are the same and you get them a little bit of a discount. Sometimes it's a completely different, easier meal for the the caterer or the cook to make. Um, that goes down to your your venue or your caterer, depending on who's providing their food. Just get, get, just ask them and they'll let you know what the options are. I think a big part of this is really you have to consider why. Like, why are we feeding these people? To me, it just comes down to simply being a good host. Thinking back on our wedding, and kind of thinking of it as this a large event that we're hosting, we're putting it on, we wanted to provide for everyone at that party. I know it wasn't physically our roof that people were under, but I consider it like if, if I'm inviting all these people over to our house, I'd like to be hospitable and take care of you, take care of all my guests. And even though those people are working for me, I feel like if if they're taking care of me in in some way, they're taking care of me by documenting my wedding or by playing the music at our wedding or by performing tasks that you know I, I delegated to them because you know it's something that I th- obviously thought was very important. I feel like if they're taking care of me, I should take care of them. That that's one hundred percent true, Dan. And on the other side of things, I have to say logistically. It's so important to feed those pros who are going to be by your side throughout the day. And Dan and I both agree the last thing we want to do here is throw a pity party as to please feed us, we're helpless. But when you feed the pros that are there for you on your wedding day, it makes things simpler for everyone involved. It allows the pros to focus on the wedding, not, oh gosh, what am I going to eat? And, you know, they're not Googling where is a place nearby that I can grab a a bite real quick during dinner. Am I going to have time to run out? Most pros don't need a lot of time on your wedding day to eat. When when their dinner is ready, they sit down, they woof it down, and they honestly get right back up and they get back to work. And when it's when we need to find some place to eat, it makes things a little bit difficult. And Dan, you can attest to this, I'm sure, as a photographer, if you were to leave the venue for a half hour to an hour or yep. whatever to try and find food, you'd miss things that are happening. Yeah in the reception and that's not what they hired you to do. So providing that meal really helps. And I know there's like this argument that, well, you know, I'm not a wedding pro. I go to work every day and my employer doesn't feed me. Why should I feed my pros? And not everybody feels that way, but I think I would just like to explain it as logistically, it's a little bit different for you. Maybe you have a cafeteria that you can eat in, or maybe there's a fridge there or even a microwave where you can heat something up for us. We have probably our cars that maybe are not even parked anywhere near where we're currently at or have been valeted or what have you. And we have our physical body and we can't necessarily carry around a packed dinner or lunch with us all day long. And I think the last thing you want is like your videographer carrying his tuna sandwich around everywhere he goes as he films <laughs> you throughout the day. It's logistically just really tough. And I think that's a big part of the why. Part of it is being a really good host and and that's making things a little bit easier logistically for your pros. The word of today's podcast is logistically. 
<laughs> this podcast brought to you by logistics. <laughs> you know, I just want to jump into really quick and just say, you know, where you're feeding your wedding pros is really, really important as well. And I think it's important because if your wedding pros are outside of your reception room, then they're not able to see what's actually happening. My concern is that if I'm in a different room, I'm going to miss a moment that's happening between the couple. Depending on your venue, you may have an option to sit your pros at a guest table, so it kind of blends in with the rest of the other tables, or maybe there's a table in a room really nearby with an earshot. Sometimes that's a good option, too. I always like to be as close to the action as possible, um, but it, it kind of depends on your venue as far as what you're, what you're able to provide. And another thing is the timing of it. My plea to just about any couple out there is to very politely ask your venue or caterer um, to feed your pros on your wedding day at the same time that you're eating. For some places, it's a, it's a bit of a norm to feed the pros at the end of the service. And I get it. It makes sense. We're the hired help. We eat last. But in a lot of cases, especially for photographers and videographers, when you're done eating, you're back up, you're doing things. And the photographers and videographers want to capture those moments that are happening. If you're cutting cake after dinner and they're still eating, you don't want to stall your whole wedding because, well, the, the photographer and the videographers aren't done yet. I can guarantee you most will say heck with the rest of their dinner and jump back up and, and continue working, but then they haven't eaten and it's a little bit difficult. So if yeah. possible, ask them if they can be served just after you're served. Or I'd say, you know, like serve serve the couple, serve their immediate family, like their parents and grandparents. And then if they can, shoot something over to the vendor so that they can gobble everything up and be ready to go when everybody else is back and ready to go. Yeah, Danielle, that's super important. When you feed your wedding pros is actually really, really important. Definitely a good thought. Um, this is a really complex issue and we invite you to join our conversation on Facebook by going to Facebook and just typing put a ring on a podcast in the search bar and it'll bring up our actual group. Uh, the other thing you could do is go to put a ring on at podcast.com and just send us an email. Let us know your thoughts. We'd love to start a conversation with you and hear your thoughts as well. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We will see you again in one week. We have a really special episode coming up next week. A huge guest is coming on to talk with us and we're very excited about it. So we will see you soon. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.